This is Game Code on the Raw, Australia's biggest sporting debate. Jeff, is what a weekend of AFL. Oh, the Tigers! The Giants? Was oh. that, did you mispronounce? Mate, and this is a call out to anyone. If you've got a spare ticket to the grand final, <laughs> hit me up, m.petho on Instagram, and just flick it through. Happy to pay. Yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of spares floating around right now. Uh, what a grand final it is going to be. Giants versus the Tigers. We've got Josh Elliott, AFL expert at the Raw. .com.au to help us discuss it all. How are you, mate? Oh, very well, thanks. Very well. Firstly, off the top, do you know what happened to Dangerfield in the second half? Mystery. Yeah, I mean, that's a good question, isn't it? But I think he's probably, you know, unfairly expected to carry the whole thing sometimes, and some other guys should have stepped up as well. Last spot in the Bermuda Triangle, I heard, Jeffers. Anyway, (laughs) moving on. Let's get into it. AFL Grand Final selection. There's going to be a few headaches for both teams. How do you see it, Josh? Yeah, it's interesting. I think, um, you know, as as uh, sports media journalist, writer, people, we all sort of barrack for the yarn. And for that, I'd love to see uh, Marlon Pickett come in for Richmond. I don't think that's going to happen, but it would be a pretty amazing story to see someone actually make their AFL debut in a grand final. And being sort of a mature player who's really started VFL over the last few weeks, he's someone who you could actually justify putting him in under those circumstances, I think. But... I don't think that'll happen, but it's it's be interesting to see which Richmond players they feel confident playing. I mean, Jack Rain was out there on one arm this week, and uh, you know they had a few other knocks as well. So they're going to be interesting to watch. Yeah, very much. So. I mean, you're absolutely right about barracking for the best story, Josh. I mean, impartiality aside, throw that to one one corner for a second. It would be so good <laughs> to see Pickett get a get a debut in the in the grand final. He'd be the first person since 1952 when Keith Batchelor made his debut for Collingwood in The Decider. I mean, that's one one hell of a streak. I mean, it's interesting, though, because you could absolutely justify it and say he's, he's the best man uh, to replace Jack Graham in, in the middle of the field. Yeah, look, Ross, I think, is a like-for-like, personally, as a supporter, and I wouldn't mind seeing Rossi play either. Yeah, look, I mean, one thing in, in Richmond's favour is they do have a lot of solid options they can go... Um, that they can go for here. But, you know, Pickett's, he's been tackling tremendously well, and that's something that Graham really brings to the table. So if they do want, you know, a bit of a story while also having the player in, in very good form, um, which Pickett clearly is, then, then he'd be a good option there. What about the Giants, Josh? How do you see that? They've got Whitfield to come in. They've got Green to come in. Who comes out? Even Cornelio's a question mark. It would be a really strange feeling to have been uh, Ian Hill or uh, Lockie Keith this week and go into the prelim final. You know, coming into those guys and knowing that it's probably going to be last in, first out for selection this week if they made it through. And it would be a very strange feeling to win a prelim final but be probably absolutely certain you're going to be dropped for the grand final for those players who are coming back. I, I reckon those probably will be the two to go out. Um, you know, they were both, like, neither of them necessarily starred to the point where you'd say they deserve to keep their spot in the team. Um, although Keith could be a chance if they're worried about, uh, you know, worried about Phil Davis's fitness, but it's probably still unlikely. I think, um, I reckon you'll see Whitfield and Green come back in. I don't think they'll roll the dice on Cornelio. I'd, I'd be surprised. It, it could happen, but I, I really, I probably, I, I would suspect they won't. It would it would be such a risk, particularly given the type of injury. It's a knee injury, and how many how many horror stories have we have we heard? Not just in AFL, but in in sports all across the world of you know someone getting rushed back a bit too bit too soon, or not even just that, but someone having a reoccurring knee injury, which ends up curtailing that 
um, someone's career. I mean, Cornelio's just signed to a seven-year contract while this grand final is a massive, massive moment for the Giants. I, you know, unless he's 95 to 100% fit, I'm not risking him at all because he has such an important role to play for this club over the next few years. You think about the worst-case scenario, it probably doesn't even bear thinking about or bear putting into words, but if it does go south, if they do risk him, that would just be a, a horrible, horrible moment for um, for the Giants. I mean, just going back to the guys who are probably going to miss, Josh, you mentioned you know, that neither have probably played themselves into a... One um, minute into a spot in the grand final team and Hill will certainly get dropped I'd imagine but you know I thought Keith had a really really strong game um, and so I was, particularly given the concerns around Phil Davis's fitness and you'd want to stop Richmond's ability to bring the ball to ground during the grand final you, you know you're going to want to pick off intercept marks and make sure you're clearing it out of bounds rather than letting their forwards scrap around around the pack you know Keith could be a good option on that front it's I think that one could be a a bit of a 50-50 but on the balance of probability probably is the guy who's going to get dropped who would be the other one up for consideration um, well, I suppose that you could look at someone like Adam, Adam Tomlinson, who they didn't play in the first week of the finals. Maybe he's someone who, who misses out. I reckon drop to ball. Don't need him. <laughs> he's, he's a waste of space. He's absolutely not required. Uh, and I don't actually see what he's going to do on the weekend. But anyway, that's just my opinion. Make Dustin Martin anonymous. <laughs> this is a game of codes on the Raw show. His biggest sporting debate. Got to focus on finals. Um, let's look to the other prelim finalists who... It didn't quite make it. Of course, the Collingwood Magpies and Geelong. Who had a better season out of the two sides, do you reckon, Josh? It's a, it's a tough call. I think, you know, Geelong were brilliant the first half of the year and then they couldn't string two wins in a row together for the entire second half of the year. And it's, that's pretty disappointing. Whereas Collingwood, I think, you know, they, they're probably never particularly good. And I think they would have been a bit lucky to make the grand final given they were a bit lucky to make the top four in the end. I wouldn't really say either of them had a particularly good season in, in the end. I think, you know, you'd always... Making a prelim is pretty good, but I think that probably neither of them felt to me like a, a major contender for much of the latter part of the year. Uh, and I think, you know, they both have a lot of work to do next year, but I think it's the, the bigger question is who's going to be more optimistic there. I'd say Collingwood probably a little bit there at the moment, but it's hard to say. That's very harsh on Geelong there, Josh. They had very, you know, really low preseason expectations. They've gone on a wonderful stretch to start the year, won the minor premiership, made a preliminary final. That sounds like a pretty good year to me, um, particularly yeah. given the low preseason expectations. I mean, I reckon a lot of people would have had them missing the eight. Some people would have had them scraping in, but I'm, I certainly didn't see them forecasted as a top four team and certainly not minor premiers. So I, I think... I think Geelong have probably had the better of the two um, the two years or two seasons, just given um, they weren't expected to do anything this year, and they weren't that far away from upsetting the Tigers on Friday night. Mate, well, very close. 21 <laughs> points at half-time. I was sweating absolute bullets. Of course, Tommy Lynch turned it on. So you'd rather be in a Pies camp next year. What about yourself, Jeffers? 
Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think one thing, um, well, one thing we haven't discussed about them yet, they got smashed by injuries. And while that's a part of footy and every, every club is going to have some kind of fitness concerns over the course of the year, Collingwood had a number of key players out um, for extended periods of time. Um, Jordan Degoe's the obvious one. I mean, I, I shudder to think the influence he would have had on the Magpies in that last quarter against the Giants. Um, mm. You add someone like the, him who brings so much to their forward line setup. Um, yeah, I, I reckon losing him him was massive, um, and, and he missed a fair bit of time during the year as well. So they get him back. Um, you'd, you'd think Dane Beams is going to play a bit more footing next year as well. He's still got some quality quality play time left left in his legs as well. Um, I, I agree. Collingwood have Collingwood have a younger more promising list than Geelong. Um, and Geelong, I think, are a bit too reliant on uh, a few players. Patrick Dangerfield, Tim Kelly, we don't know where he's going to be next year. You know, if he leaves um, for Perth, then that makes their future look um, decidedly less rosy as well. You feel like Geelong were one good ruckman away from almost going all the way. That's where their biggest weakness is, and Tom Hawkins missing as well. I think I think the Hawkins one was it was obviously a, a glaring hole um, for them in that in that preliminary final. The ruckman point, I'm I'm not so sure that the ruck is as influential a position as some people make it out to me to be. Um, I mean, you you look at the Giants, Grody. Uh, Brody Grundy was absolutely killing him, and the Giants still won that game um, and dominated for periods. I I think you know missing Mitch Duncan was was as much of an issue for the Cats on Friday night. Yeah, I, I say that the ruck. I, I agree, you don't have to have a great ruckman to win a premiership because I think that if you look back at premiership teams over the last five or so years, how many of them really had genuinely elite level ruckman? And then it's it's probably none of them. But I think you've got to have a ruckman who you say one minute. This is our Ruckman who's playing 22 games a year, and Geelong obviously didn't have that. They had just a you know a bizarre situation this year, and they moved players around, and it just never really seemed to work for them. Maybe they could try try Mark Blitzarves there. Yeah, tried him in every other position. Might as well try him in the ruck. They probably should have had him at fullback. You reckon? Third man up for all. Gee, not on the wing. He was so good there, though, Pepper. <laughs> did, look, did look good. And you, um, mate, I'm telling you, Brandon Ellis, you got to look after him. Um, what about Gary Ablett with 30 seconds to go? Do you expect him to play on next year? Uh, 50. Mm, you go, Josh. I think not. Yeah, a 50-50 call for me. I think had they made the grand final and certainly had they won it, he would have been a certainty reti- to retire. Um, he's had a pretty good year. I think he was the only other... He was the only cat not named Tom Hawkins to kick 30 goals, so he might think he's got one more season uh, left in the boots, but I, I also wouldn't be surprised if he calls it a day. Gee, he's definitely in their best 22. Josh Elliott, AFL expert at au. Thank you for joining us here at A Game of Codes. If you've got a spare ticket to the game on the weekend, flick it my way, legend. Look, I certainly don't have a spare one, and, and no offence, but if I did, I'd be taking it myself. <laughs> <laughs> Rightly so. And that's the last time we have him on the show, Sterling. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. All right, thank On the Raw Game of Codes, Australia's biggest sporting debate.